You're listening to Edge of the Rabbit Hole in our June 27th, 2017 episode with international psychic medium Bernice Golden. So go figure that. I put in a shorter intro so we get right into the show and then we get delayed anyway for a uh, technical glitch. Okay. <laughs> so there this we go. What a big help the song was going. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh um, my goodness. One other thing that I wanted to uh, give a shout out to before we jump into the show and um, I don't have any, really any of the details but I know that um, it's going to be talked about I guess later this week but um, did catch wind that uh, the uh, Bell Air House has um, received an investor to help with that situation. So um, Kristen Lee's dilemma with uh, the Bell with the Bell Air House in losing that um, is no longer going to be a problem. So she's going to have, I guess, a bunch of details on Friday, from what I understand. Uh, so really, you know, a big congratulations to them. I know that was a uh, that was a big mess there for a while, and the possibility of losing that uh, was a big concern. So we just hope, keeping our fingers crossed, that uh, somebody will <laughs> come out of the woodwork like that for the Golden Rod Showboat. <laughs> We're still holding out for that. So um, yeah, that's, uh, that's my news update. <laughs> Bernice, everybody else is saying hi to you. Yes. So, in here. <laughs> so all right, well, let's go ahead and get to, let's get to Bernice. Let's jump into it. Um, let me go ahead and tell you a little bit about her. Uh, this is the bio from her website. Uh, for decades, international psychic Bernice Golden has been a shining light of credibility in a field overrun with less than reputable individuals. Through the years, she has used her psychic abilities to help dozens of multinational corporations plan their strategies. She's volunteered with many federal, state, and local law enforcement agencies, assisting in searches for missing people, as well as assisting with investigations of difficult-to-solve crimes. Individually, she has counseled tens of thousands of people using their uh, future to help them cope with their existing situations. So, without further ado, welcome Bernice Golden. Welcome, Bernice. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And I understand that this is going to be quite a good show. No, it's going to be great. I can tell you this will be a great show. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, we're <laughs> very happy to hear that, aside from technical yes. glitches. <laughs> so, yeah. Bernice, really, thank you for having me. Yeah. So, Bernice, uh, at the begin, before the show started, uh, you are telling us a little bit about how you began, the, your beginning. So, uh, can you, for our audience, uh, let them know how you got uh, started as a psychic? Well, I was four years old, and my grandmother lived with us. She was an invalid, and she was a, a Cherokee Indian, and she had all the old rituals and the learnings of spiritualism. And she would sit with me every day and tell me stories and how to learn to use what God had given me. And uh, it was wonderful. It was just wonderful. The stories meant so much. I remember all of them. And uh, she taught me first by looking at pictures. What did I see? What did I sense? And her name was Lulu. She's uh, shown in my book that I had written, um, A Million Miles to a Psychic's, uh, Through a Psychic Shoes. And um, by the time I was 19, a friend of mine had said, you know, you have a beautiful gift. Why not use it? Well, she set up a program for me to do on radio 
And I was, oh, I was so scared. And I did that. And off and running. That started my career. And uh, I have accomplished over 22,000 TV and radio shows in North America since. And that includes doing a lot of my seminars, my lectures. I had my own show in many, many stations throughout the uh, East Coast and the West. I've done many, many things for my life. And I'm very proud of it. And I would do it all over again, no matter what I had gone through. And, you know, people think, oh my gosh, she does readings and she does all of this and all of that. But let me tell you, it's not easy work. There's a lot to it, but it's worth it. It's worth every bit of it, that's for sure. And I do many different types of readings, and like I said, the seminars, and uh, oh, I, ju I do everything. It, it doesn't matter what it is, I'll do it, I'll tackle it. And if I haven't done it, I'm going to learn how to do it. That's about what it amounts to. Now, I have to tell you that Mark and I were talking when we brought you on, and then you confirmed what you had done with the corporations. And I have, I have to admit, I am unbelievably fascinated by that. Because, it, I mean, the police work at everything is wonderful, and I love hearing about that and about the readings, but the fact that corporations that tend to be so starchy and, <laughs> you know, unforgiving would actually want, you know, a sensitive's help with that. And can you elaborate more on that? Well, the corporations and industries, naturally, many years ago, would have never looked at a psychic. But in the latter part, I say, of the last 20 years, they have come more and more to the realization that psychics just might have the answer to many questions. Um, for example, I've worked with a company that designed washing machines. And it sounds like such a, a little thing. It's nothing. A washing machine? Well, this gentleman called me and asked me how he was going to do with his company. And I proceeded because I do telephone readings from all over the world. And um, we went into his company a little bit. And I said, okay. I said, I see a square piece of steel. And uh, I saw this. I saw a lid. And I said, oh, it looks like a washing machine. He said, that's what I do. I have a washing machine company. And I proceeded to tell him that there was something wrong with the lid that he was designing because I felt a new washing machine. And uh, he said, wait a minute. He said, are you sure you know what you're talking about? And he was laughing. And I said, well, I know that something is blue and it's plastic and it's on the inside of the lid, but it needs to be turned around in order for it to work. You have the... the uh, technical part of it in the wrong angle. Well, needless to say, there was more to that. But he called me back about two hours later. He went to his technical department. He called back. And he said, would you like to be put on a retainer? <laughs> he said, nice. to save me millions of dollars. Naturally, I didn't get a million dollars, but he, he found his way in his avenue. And I was with him for about 10 years. But, you know, again, people look at me and they think, oh, my gosh, I make millions and millions of dollars. What people don't know is that I charge for my readings. Of course I do. I make a living that way. But what people don't realize is that 60% of my work is criminal, crime, police departments. I work with missing children, murderers, narcotics, just about everything. And, and if I have to fly to Florida, California, to find the body, 
or the suspect. I have paid for everything. I oh, can wow. charge it. Because I will never put a price on life and death. Never. Yeah. It's ma'am. Yeah, what she just said, folks, and that's, Bernice, I'm so happy you brought that up because I think people think the same things about Mike and I, you know, because we're both authors, like yourself, and, and everyone thinks, oh, you've got two or three or five or six or whatever books. You must make a ton of money. No, you don't, first. No, you don't. And secondly, you know, like, I, I'm leaving next month, and I'm actually flying to New Jersey to drive to Staten Island to work on a 35-year-old missing persons case. My dime. That's right. Yeah. A bit of it, my money. You're doing it right. You're doing it right. Like I said, yeah. don't put a price on life and death. And you exactly. Will, you'll always win. Yeah, it's... And I, I don't think a lot of people realize that every bit of investigating that Mike does, I mean, that's on his own dime. Yeah, I, I, I've been driving yeah, on my own dime everywhere, and people know that I've been traveling all over the place um, these last couple of years, you know, much more so than I had been beforehand, and sure. yeah, it, it's, a, it's a sacrifice, but you know, it's worth it. It's something you believe in. It's a passion, and you know, we can definitely see that passion with you, Bernice. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I, I'm, sure that there are certain, I'm sure that there are certain parts of cases that you can't comment on. Um, because I know the sensitivity of it, but can you tell us what the one was that just hit you in the heart the most? You know, working on children is one of the most difficult things I've done. Working on the murders of children. And it um, tears me up. It yeah. tears me up. And I, I'll never forget those little faces till the day I die. But I do that so that the murderer, because I go after the murderer, if I have to go through a swamp for 38 hours, which I've done, to chase one down, I'll do it. And um, because I don't want them doing it again. But I'd say the most heart-wrowning job that I did was a lady had come in to me, and she had a little child on her lap. It's about two years old was very ill. Now, mind you, I work with doctors. I don't get diagnoses, but the doctors have come to me and asked if I could help them with certain things. But she brought her child in, and I knew the doctor, and he asked her to bring the child to me because he was confused. They couldn't find a cure or what was even wrong with the child. And I looked at her, and I couldn't think of anything. But I grabbed a paper and pen, and I just started writing. I just wrote. And I wrote the longest word I have ever seen in my life. And I did I couldn't make sense of it at all. But I said, here's this paper. Would you please take this back to Ralph and tell him this is what I wrote, but it makes no sense to me. Give it to him. Now this child had approximately less than six months to live. So she took the paper back. And he called me within a few days and said the word that I had written was a very rare disease that only occurred like in India. And he said, we have saved the child. That wow. was the greatest job I had ever done in my life. The greatest. 
and she is now 22 years old. Oh, wow. That's beautiful. That, damn it, Bernice. That, <laughs> that had to come from God. That had to come from God because nobody could do that. Nobody. That is amazing. And that it's... And as, as, as wonderful as it is to do something like that, you know, and, you know, and in any way of helping somebody, as fabulous as that is, it, it, it takes a toll on you. Now, have you, have you noticed that um, the deeper you have to delve into something like that, whether it be a missing horses case or, you know, or a murder case or an illness, have you noticed that one takes a little bit more out of you than the other, or is, I know it's hard, <laughs> um, but, or is it just kind of across the board tough? Well, let me mention first, though, in that book that I had written, A Million Miles in a Psychic Shoes, and that can be purchased at Amazon.com, there's many stories in there. It first starts out with part of my life of how I grew up. Many stories that are in there towards that are criminal cases that I have worked on that are documented by the police, law officials, and so forth, who witnessed what I have done. They are documented, and they are true. And um, I will tell you, honey, when you said about, does it take things out of you, I will openly tell you that I have had 28 major surgeries. I am in a wheelchair. I have not walked for years. And um, I had a brain tumor that took five years of my life. I didn't know anybody. I didn't even know who I was. I didn't know my children. I had to be taught to eat. I had to be taught to talk. I had to learn everything all over again. And I found after that, my psychic abilities were twice as strong as they have ever, ever been. Ever been. Truth, I had 37 surgeries, but 28 were made. I, I had think four major back surgeries, three neck, and more, a lot more. But it's, yeah. I made I did it. And I prayed to God to help me. And I believe in prayer, and I believe in miracles. I know they're real. I know it. I proved I'm here. I used it. Bye. Well, and I, I agree with Bernice, and I've actually done a vlog on this, um, more so on head injuries. But I, I believe, I, I truly believe that it's a cycle and that trauma that, that, that we've been dealt and circumstances that, that we have to go through and pain that we have to feel when we acknowledge that the gifts that we have in us and acknowledge our acceptance of that pain and realize that we have to go through it in order to help others, I believe that that is what makes these gifts stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger. They do, and I would do it all over again. Absolutely. No regrets. No problem with that. I would do it all over again. No doubt about it. No. And it's tough. I don't think people get that. You know, and the thing of it is, I still will do everything. If I have a lecture to do, I have a party to do, I have a guest speaking engagement to do, guess what? I get on my big girl pants and I go. <laughs> go, I love you, Bernice. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
it's, it, I it is crazy girl. That that just really shows your heart, and it's it's beautiful. It really is. Well, thank you, thank you. And that's the way it should be. I want to be. I'm me. You know, I mean, anybody. Good. <laughs> that's what we like. You know, I love the fact that you just you're balls to the wall, and this is the way it is. And sometimes it's gonna suck. But it's worth it. I love you guys. <laughs> but me and Bernice are just over here having ourselves a little tear fest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's fantastic. <laughs> but you know, it's hard not to. Because believe it or not, these are not tears of sex. No. They're tears of happiness yeah. that I made it. And I did what I had to do. And I completed my work so far. But I've got a hell of a lot more to go. Oh, yeah. Well, that's great. Yeah, you can definitely see the, the fire within you and the, the willingness and desire to, to keep going. It's, it's fantastic. Yeah, as a matter of fact, I'm thinking of putting another book together, and I've written another book. Oh, yeah? What's this one going to be about? The other one is, uh, yeah, right. It's poetry. I don't know. <laughs> well, I, you do have a poetry book yeah, out so right now, right? Get two books out. Right. So, what what can people expect? From, you talked a little bit about the first book. What can people expect from uh, the poetry book? The poetry book I have written throughout my whole life it was all my poetry that I had written, and I compiled it and put it together as a book. And uh, it really was fun doing it through my lifetime. I look back at it, and um, it brings a lot of warm, comfort, happiness, um, thought, pleasure. All the emotions that you can imagine. It really does. It's nice. I, I like what I did. I was proud of myself. Very proud of myself. You should be. Poetry is diffi difficult to write. Because it, it's so emotion-filled. Yeah. It is. But when you do what you do, you have those emotions to tap into. Oh. You know? Now, I have to ask you, um, I, had a, I had a really difficult case that I worked on where the, the, um, the missing person was... He had Alzheimer's, and so the me the memories that I was the messages I was getting were twenty to thirty years apart in memory. Um, have you ever had anything like that to where yes. you honestly had no idea what the hell you were doing? You were just telling everything that they told you. Yeah, yeah. and that's hard to do, honey. It's very hard to do. And uh, the one thing when you get onto a cold case, you have to be very careful that you don't draw yourself back in that time yourself. You take just your mind. Don't take your heart. You're not gonna be you're not gonna be able to come to a conclusion. Yeah. You take your mind and your psychometry. That's all you take. Your heart. Because your heart See you already <laughs> I said you're already warning me, and you don't even know what I'm the person I'm going to look for. <laughs> Bless you, Bernie. It's going to be a toughie. Yeah. Tough. And remember, the number seven is going to be very important. The initial C is going to be very important. And there are two people that are on the outside of this. Remember that. you. You've pretty much just repeated what I have what I have told what the one of the people I'm investigating with. Yeah. Remember that. 
Okay. Yes, but Mike, I love her. She's got to come yeah. on again too. Okay. I'm just really enjoying you know, watching the interaction between you two. Um, yeah. Oh, it, thank you. <laughs> She's wonderful, and they just love you in the chat, honey. Oh yeah, the, okay. the, the, the chat room chat. loves you, Bernice and Vanessa. I don't know if you saw, but they're like, we can see Vanessa here, like you know, a few years down the road. <laughs> oh my gosh. I know she's good. She's really good. Yeah. I love all you guys. I really do. You're great. Thank you. You're Thank great. You. No doubt. No doubt. When I okay. she cut out Vanessa? Yeah, she cut me. She, she cut out here. Okay. Well, um, I guess hopefully we'll get her back here in a minute. Um. Oh. There she is. <laughs> Yeah, all right, I would love to know. Please. Yeah, I, I love it when it stops on the weird face. Yeah, that was crazy. Like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, no, I was curious. I would love to know what Bernice has on her plate next. Oh, oh. definitely. Oh my God. Uh, let's see. I have got uh, a gallery to do with Chelsea Gill, and uh, that's coming up soon. It's already sold out. And uh, I have a seminar coming up in September, uh, September 24th, and um, it'll be quite a seminar, and that's in North Town, Island, New York, and um, I have another book that I'm starting, and um, I have another one possibly, if I decide to do it or not, <laughs> I have uh, a psychic fair uh, coming up that, uh, in North Town, New York, and um, I have... Uh, I have so many. I can't even think. I got more shows to do. All you have to do is go to my Facebook. Well, my Facebook is jammed. I, uh, I'd say right. <laughs> so we have the legendary psychic Bernice Golden fan page. Right. There, you can find that. <laughs> now, did I read correctly somewhere that you have your, your own weekly show or that you do? Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> I'm doing so many things. I really right. I should have a piece of paper with me saying what I'm doing. Uh, I do readings too, by the way. Okay. I have my office here in Lockport, New York, and I do telephone readings, like I said, from all over the world. And um, my show is on Monday nights at uh, Paranormal Warehouse at 8 p.m. And uh, we have a great time. We have a real fun time with that. That's from 8 to 9:30. Great. And then. Like I said, I have a lot of other shows going on. I don't even remember where all that. Well, we do have a question from the chat room. Yeah. And uh, this is from X Group Home Kid. And he'd like to know what type of support do you find helpful? Support? Love. That's Bad. sweet. <laughs> and people. That's what I like. And that helps. Loving people. That's very sweet. Yeah. I like yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> we just all went silent at that. Have you had a with so I need? Yeah. Have you had a speaky? Really? What? Yeah, you both kind of talked over each other, and Vanessa, you cut out in the middle of your question. I couldn't hear her. Yeah. Vanessa? 
can y'all hear me okay? No, you were cutting out. Can you hear me okay <laughs> so now? We, we knew you were trying to ask something, but you were cutting out. So you want to go ahead and try it again? Yes, sir. Yes, please. Um, I was wanting to know if Bernice has found it tough in, in, in your life, Bernice, to have people like them for, for what you do. Not the general public, but those closest to you. Do you have trouble with, with them not liking what I do? Is that what you're saying? Having a hard time with it. Yeah, having a hard time with it. I don't. I don't get upset with it. I feel sorry for them. Um, I feel they're really missing out a lot. That they should try to understand it. At least try. And if you can't, then then there's really nothing much I can do. But try to understand, because they have the ability too. Everybody has intuition to one degree or another, and it's a matter of how you develop it. But if you don't understand something, you shouldn't put somebody down just because they have a different opinion. But that's not true. Some people that are now. And you know You're so <laughs> What's that on me? You're so smart. <laughs> <laughs> I hope everybody's listening to you. I really do because it's it, it, it's tough. People can be really mean. They can be really mean about this. You know, there's And you're so tough. Oh, I'm, I'm not tough, honey. I'm just me. I'm just like everybody else. You know, I I do a lot of medium work also. And I, I work with spirit entity and that type of thing. And I had a lady in here today, and I, I want to mention this, because I know there's at least three people out there that need to hear this. Um, she had lost her child and she was in tears. And I know what it feels like because I lost a son five years ago. And, you know, I had people come to me and say, you know, you're going to be fine because in time you forget. That was like having a slap in the face. And this poor lady, I looked at her, and I told her, I said, you'll never forget. You just don't. And I know these three people out there that need to hear this. Dear God, you'll never forget. Do you remember that? It's, it's very true. I, I mean, it's, I have, I have one child. I have my 14-year-old son. He is a blessing. Um, I've had six babies. I've had six miscarriages. And he's the only one that I had that lived. He was my last one. There was no chance of any other children after him. And I can tell you the exact days I lost all six of my kids. Yeah. You, you know that? Forget. You do not forget. No. So well, anybody. You know. And it angers me when people. Yeah. On that note, we do have somebody in the chat room with yeah. a uh, related question. This is from Patty Michael uh, for Benice. Um, she said uh, she'd like to know if her youngest daughter will conceive. She's having some difficulties with it. Oh. Yes, she will. Okay. Now, there's going to be trouble, though, for a little bit yet. But eventually, yes. 
Okay, well that's good news. A little trouble along the way, but she will. Okay. Eventually, yes, and I like that. I feel very comfortable with that. Okay. Good. So that's good. Good. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Oh, hey, um, Mama Joe Buffalo woman, which is Joni Mitchell, she has a question. And she is just asking if there are any messages from spirit for her. I don't hear any of that. I couldn't hear any of it, honey. Okay, let me try because I see the question. Um, she, Mama Joe Buffalo, um, who's Joni Mitchell in our okay. chat, um, she wants to know if there's okay. any messages from Spirit for her. Okay, let's see if we can get that. There's a special, important male coming to you somewhere mid-September is to be carefully taken care of and it's something to your benefit and it's good. And you have several spirits with you and I like that. Very, very good by the way. There's a young person with you and I like that. There's a younger, younger woman. I like that too. You have a couple more, but you got some good spirit around you. I like that. Good luck. And always remember, spirit is there to help you and guide you and give you directions. And most of the time, they're not going to give you a message. All they're trying to do is say, I'm here, pay attention to me. That's all. They just want you to know they're there for you. Yes. We have a very good question, one I want the answer to as well, because I always get stumped on this one, Bernice. Okay. Ether Shadow is asking, when you have a consult with a client and their loved ones do not come through in spirit, what is your best advice when expectations are not met? Oh, that's a great question. That's that's a great question. Yeah, great, great question, Ethan Shadow. Thank you for that. Because really, it's true. Spirit doesn't always want to give a message. Right. They don't. They're there because they're trying to help you. Or they want to just let you know they're there. That's all. They may have nothing to say. And that's what I try to tell people. They just want to be there. And they may be with you all the time don't know that. And the worst thing you can do is make up a story to make it sound good. And I know some psychics that do that, and you don't do that. That's the worst thing to do. Mm -hmm. People want to really hear the truth. But if it doesn't meet their expectations, what I tell people is I'm very sorry that I couldn't find the spirit you're looking for. And if you need to, someone else and see if they can find it for you and explain to them you're not God. Now let me ask you this because there are times when spirit will come to me when it, when whoever is wanting the information right. they'll come to me. I can draw them out I can tell them what to wear and everything but they have got the zipper over their mouth they will not talk and that has actually angered people when I can explain 
what the person looks like, what they're wearing, how they died, what their name is, where they live, everything else, but there's no message. And I try to tell them the message is they're there. They don't have to talk to you. When you do a reading, do you use psychometry? Bernice, don't laugh at me, darling, but I don't even know what that is. Are they just... <laughs> <laughs> psychometry is where you take a piece of an object or a car key, a ring, a watch, anything that's theirs to hold on to. And you place it between your finger and your thumb. And you hold it there. And you rotate it in your finger and your thumb. Their energy is on that thing, whatever they have given to you. And their energy will be transferred to you. And that energy is then transferred to you through your chakras and up through your crown chakra and your third eye to give you the message that you need. And now, I've done that. And they start, to, they may start talking. So hold on to an object of theirs. Now, I, I have done that, but nine times out of ten, they just come and sit in my living room. And it'll be, they'll just be like, hey. So I draw them out, I, I write out what they say and stuff, and I just put it on social media and say, anybody, got any takers? Because they're here. It's true. You, you know, and, and yeah, and people message me with the actual photographs. And they're identical. But they don't got that to say. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. And that's when you just have to say, I'm sorry, you're going to have to yeah. That's all you got to. All right. Uh, Bernice, we have another uh, question from the chat room. This one is from Tammy Sefford. Um, she says, I never ask, but is there something, or is there anything from my grandmas? Both passed on the same day on January 31st, two hours apart. And she hopes that they're okay. They're very comfortable and very much at peace. And there was a child with them. Hmm. And that's beautiful. I like that. And they're together. That's interesting. Wow. I like that, too. And there's a man with them who's on the shorter side with white hair and a little pot belly <laughs> and suspenders. And there's a mark on the side of his face. And they're all happy and they're all at peace. And I'm not too sure who Richard? Richard. Richard or Dick is a It's good. Good. Fantastic. Here's a bit of right, Danny. Good luck. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that. So I think we had a another one from uh, Donna Gorton. Um and part of this you had already asked, and that was the age that you started experiencing your gifts. You said four years old. But uh, she also wanted to know uh, how you coped uh, back then, uh, back in the day when things weren't as open as they are now. It was really, really tough. I had no friends at all. I was the weird one. I was the strange one. Now, i got to tell you something else. I was the only kindergartner that got suspended for three days. Oh, wow. In kindergarten, you got suspended for three days. I, wow. I knew what the teacher was thinking, and I didn't like it, so I kicked oh. the uh, 
<laughs> the desk over, and I got suspended for three days. Yes, but uh, it, it was hard. It was really hard growing up. Like I, yeah. I never had a friend. Nobody ever wanted to talk to me or be with me because I was strange. Right. That was. I was ashamed because I missed out on such a wonderful person. And my mother never wanted to come near me. My mother was petrified. Really? My dad was really wide open to it. That was, it, he loved it. But my mom, even after I was married, would call me and say, don't tell me anything, just how are you and the kids? <laughs> I mean, she was scared to death. Wow. Yeah. But my gosh, by the time I was about uh, four years old, it was, yeah, it was right after my grandma was teaching me that I, I was going to my mom and dad and telling them there was going to be a fire, there's a fire, there's a fire. Mm -hmm. And I went on, and scared to death about that. And um, it was too, and my mom would just, don't say that, don't say that. And two weeks later, there was a fire in our bedroom. Wow. And a year after that, I kept seeing a big tire, big tire, and I kept mm -hmm. crying, it was a big tire. And um, it was a little while later, I can't remember exactly when, but I was run over by a car, and I was in the hospital for oh. a month and a half with a hematoma, and I couldn't walk. So my parents were really very scared of me. Not my dad, but my mom. Oh, yeah. So I had an interesting life growing up. But uh, it's okay. I learned a lot. Well, and here you are today. So it looks like everything uh, yeah. turned out pretty well. Turned out wonderful. <laughs> That's for sure. Really you don't have any regrets, do you? Not a bit. I love it. Did, did your mom ever warm up at all to it? At all? Ever? Oh. No? Oh, Never? Oh. Wow. Oh, oh no. <laughs> it, it bothers me when I look at people and they're so sad and they're so down. And yet they have everything. Right. And it's like, God, you know. God's given you so many wonderful things, so many wonderful things, like your children, your husband, and yet you can't find happiness in that, or love in that, or thankfulness in that, or something that's good. And there's so much that we need to be thankful for. Right. We need to look to the good for. If we took more time looking to the positive, we would be much happier people. We'd be much more consenting. We'd be much more happier as a family. We'd be able to do more with our lives. That's all. We, it's so simple. We make life complicated. Life is simple. Very simple. Get off our ass and do something. <laughs> there you go. I got to. Simple. Okay. I like that. <laughs> Uh-oh, we lose Vanessa? We lost Vanessa. Well, her screen went black there for a second. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. we lost her. Um, we had another question from Mama Joe. I have to scroll back up to it. Um, oh, she said, if you guys have time for another question, um, is my mom around? Any message from her? Watch the leg. Watch the leg. Beware, beware, watch the leg. Okay. You back with us, Vanessa? 
Her uh, picture, she's stuck. Yeah, she's stuck. Her picture showed back up. But. Absolutely right. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what's going on. And there she is. There you are. You know, I guess you just don't I have just a good connection can't. tonight. I don't know. It's that Oklahoma stuff. <laughs> I am stuck. I am starting to think that I am going to have to move my computer back into the dining room and risk Ralph. Because yeah, ever maybe. since I moved it into my bedroom, I've had connection troubles. So yeah, I'm just going to have to do time. it. And yep. Yeah. I have a really... Yeah, that's... Nasty spirit. <laughs> yeah. All right. Damn, damn, damn. <laughs> <laughs> All you right. heard that, didn't well, you? Well, <laughs> <Damn, damn, damn. laughs> you're trying to get the connection to hopefully restore nicely. Um, we have a, a question from Jody Brewer. She says, I'm an empath. How do I shut it down when in a hospital or in the presence of negative energy? Ooh, yeah, good. That's I a good question. First of all, you have your uh, you have your aura uh, that will naturally exist about four foot six inches from the body itself. But it has its seven layers, and uh, we that that those layers change every minute second because your mind is changing every minute second. But the aura can help protect you. Look to the colors of what the the better colors are which would be naturally your yellow, your red, um, orange is a healing color, it's for healing. Uh, the yogas use that for the healing energies. Now put them in, look up by the way the layers and their meanings, I don't have time to go into all of them tonight. And put those colors in the layers and protect yourself, cover yourself. Use your third eye to bring in the prana. P-R-A-N-A, -A, not prana, prana. That's it, feeling when you bend over and you get up real fast and you see those little white dots in front of your eyes. That's energy, prana. You pull that prana into you and up through your crown chakra and come down through your whole body and cover it. And that will protect you. So, but you have to practice it and do it through your meditation first and try that. But also, if you're in a real hurry, you're getting caught off guard, and where just somebody's coming past you and you feel the real negativity, just take the prana itself, the white light. That's what they call the white light of protection. Okay. And throw that white light around you, totally, real fast. And that will Not burning. Can you yeah. hear me? Yes. Okay, I have those sparklies all the time. What does What's that it? mean? What's that? The little... The those little lights, those sparkly lights that you're talking about, I have those all the time. What does that that's, mean? That's prana, honey. That's energy. That's white light. The white light of protection. I literally have it 90% of the time. They're all around right here. That's prana. That's so true. I never knew that. Those are things I teach in my seminar. Wow. See, this is need to know information. Awesome sauce. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh. I'm a mess. 
<laughs> You're all good. You're all good. Mark knows. That's cool. So it's all the, the all the little white sparklies. Is that did I hear that correct? Yeah, it's that's your white light. That's to protect you and whatever. Like you've heard people say, "Oh, I want to protect my dog." Yeah. It makes that white, that white light. That's the product. So it's it's really easy to do. You just pull them in through your crown or your third eye, and you protect yourself or whoever it is you're trying to protect. That's all. Ah. Okay. Protect your car. Wow. Protect whatever you want. <laughs> it's simple to do. And then when you do that, you have drained your energy. All you have to do is take your thumb, put a thumb on left side that where that hole is by your by your eye on each side, and then you put your left finger over the top of your nose, right finger over there, and you squeeze together real hard for seven seconds on, seven seconds off, three times, and that will help bring your energy back into you. Wow. Oh, interesting. That is, I needed to know that. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely new on me. Um, interesting, okay. Yeah. I'll have to try that I one of these days. That. That's <laughs> awesome. And it's really great for headache. Great wow. Nice. Yeah, that's, well, that's, go ahead, Mike. Well, we have a couple personal questions um, that I do want to get to. Um, and they're, they're kind of back-to-back -back here. In the uh, in the chat, uh, first is uh, Tina Olzak, who is asking, is her son's soul safe? Very, very good. Boy, I'll tell you, top of everything. Wonderful, beautiful, wonderful, beautiful. I like that. Okay. After. That sounds good. That sounds good. Um, nice. Uh, the other is from Tammy Heitzman, who says, uh, can you please ask Bernice if my grandpa still comes to check on me? All the time. That's for sure. <laughs> I like that. I love that one. Yeah. <laughs> I, I really do. I like that. Great guy. Yeah. Great guy. I like That's it. That's awesome. <laughs> and he's never going to leave you, so yeah, you're stuck with him. <laughs> That's awesome. I don't know who Mark is, but watch for that. It's going to be important. That's for Tammy? The one I just did. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you. For well, that. yeah, I'm going to try that finger thing. I need to do that because I... I get so harried and so crazy trying to do too many things at one time that I have a difficult time centering myself back in. Yeah, yeah. You know, I get splintered. You keep doing that. I need to do that. Well, I, I did have a follow-up question myself on the um, on the white on the white light, the white sparkles, because um, like Shauna and I have uh, seen this type of phenomena on the uh, Goldenrod showboat um, where we're seeing these just you know little sparkles just you know flare up here and there so I don't know if that's the same thing or is that is that something different? Yeah, 
Now, there could be orbs, mm -hmm. but orbs are bigger than... Prana, like I said, when you bend over and you get up real fast, you see those little white dots in front of your eyes. Okay. That's, that, that's like Prana. That's what Prana looks like. Orbs are a little bit bigger, and they get bigger. There's different sizes. Orbs well, sure. are energy or spirit. Yeah, we've seen that on there before where, um, you know, there's one that was different. It was like a translucent yellow ball, and that was dancing all over the place. But then we're also yeah. seeing like these little tiny, we're, you know, we're calling them twinkles. Because they're just flash real quick, little, little quick right. white bursts of light. And then they're gone. Oh. And that's that. Okay. Okay. That's good. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. Well, you have a lot of energy, too. You're very high energy. Oh, wait. Well, thank you. I don't, nope. I don't ever claim to have anything. People always tell me that I have more going on than I give myself credit for. Um, uh -huh. But you do. Your energy level is really up there. Very much so. Well, thank you. And you do have to be careful. you got some problems starting with your shoulder. So be My careful. Shoulder. Yeah. Okay. Be careful. Interesting, because I've had other stuff going on. My shoulder. Okay. Yeah. But just be careful your shoulder and your knee. Oh, I do have problems with my knee, yeah. That one I already have. Shoulders next? Great. I'm sorry? It'll be in about two and a half, three weeks. Two and a half, three weeks? Yeah, the shoulder. You're going to have a hard time like lifting it up above the arm. Oh. Or the arm above the shoulder. That's not going to be good. Okay, well, I'll try to I'll try to prepare for that. Just be careful. Try to avoid it. Call and tell me I like you. Yeah. Probably <laughs> <laughs> from all that driving you got to do. Uh, probably. Oh, yeah. Well, like um, the other weekend, I was having all kinds of um, neck and back stuff going on just from sitting in the car so much. So Yeah. That was, That'll do it. Yeah. So I could see the shoulder associated with all that. Sure. Makes sense. Good. Oh, yeah. yeah. You got a long way to go. I, I, I'm going to live a long time. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to make it, now, and I didn't want to do this, but I'll just throw it out there. I'm trying to make it to 126, because I have this weird thing where I want to see the year 2100. So. 127. 127? Yeah, you were wrong. Ah, darn off by a year. <laughs> now, now, since my girl, if y'all can hear me, her name's uh, um, about... 30 years ago, I saw myself at 85 on these cliffs overlooking the ocean, and I was painting. And I have no doubt in my mind that I'm making it at least to 85. Um, but there was somebody with me. Don't have a flipping clue as to who that is, because I attract psychos. So... <laughs> it's your husband, honey. Jasmine. Okay, well, if, if, if anyone sees a good one out there, send them my way. Okay, <laughs> someone you've been with in a past life, and you'll know the minute you meet him. And that will be it. You're in for some happiness that you cannot even begin to imagine. You've been hurt a lot in the past, but the past is gone. You've got the good coming now. It's going to work better than you think. Really good. <laughs> yeah, we would really like that. <laughs> but I, I have to be honest with you, I don't see it for at least a year and a half. 
I figure it's going to be more than two, like about two and a half years, honey. Yeah. Okay. Things are progressing professionally for me. I have to be settled first. I say you're looking two and a half, three years. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. I'll still be kicking at 48. Yeah, you will. Yeah, you will. Okay, I have uh, two things from the chat room. One, um, Bernice, Mama Joe Buffalo Woman would uh, like like me to tell you pickles. <laughs> that's, that's the guy I do the show with on Monday night, that's Dan Please. Right. Yeah, yeah, she she said that uh, she had mentioned that on uh, on Thank his show. You. Yeah. <laughs> so, and, and we love Dan here. He's awesome. Um, I love him, Jeff. Yeah, he's a great guy. And he then um, Lynn's White is wondering if her dad is around. Yes, he is. And he's at peace. I love that. Oh, that's good. That's, that's really nice, yes. Yeah. Very much. Man, picking up the name Norman from somewhere. <laughs> I live in Norman. Yeah, Vanessa lives in Norman. <laughs> Pardon? Vanessa lives I, in a town called Norman. Norman. Oh, is that where you live? Because <laughs> I'm picking up the name Norman and I don't know where I'm getting it from. That's where I live. That's oh. where I'm at right now. Oh, okay. That's where I'm getting. <laughs> <Hey>. Yeah. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> yeah, because I, I don't really tell anyone where I live, but I tell you, Bernice, and apparently all the people who are watching. <laughs> yeah, I'm living in Norm. Okay. That's awesome. And then we have... Like I had to call. Yeah, she broke up again. Um, and then we have Christy Witt who says, I just lost my brother and best friend. Would like to know if he is still around protecting me. He'll always be there. Don't ever doubt that. Oh, no. Don't ever doubt that. I feel really strong with that one. Good. Definitely. It's really good. Well, I'm happy to hear that. Bernice yeah. has great news. I love this. <laughs> I love good news. I really do. I love it. Now, I don't go through the hard times. Everybody goes through hard times. Yeah. I don't care who it is. But there's always a good somewhere. Right. All we have to do is look for. So, and then, um, who was I do, I do have to ask you, Bernie. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to see, um, has she ever had to give a reading that made her uncomfortable? I did not a reading, but... I was in my office, and I had felt really uneasy all day. And the front door opened, and I felt terrible. Probably one of the most eerie feelings I had ever had. And it was a woman, very dark hair, very dark looking. And she looked at me, right in my eyes. And honest to God, the words out of her mouth looked right at me and said, I want your soul. I said, you what? She said, I want your soul, and I'm going to have it. I said, oh, no, you're not, bitch. I said, you're going to go away. I love Bernice. I said, you're not getting me. I said, I'll get you before you ever do. I said, I, I'm a believer in God all the way. And needless to say, she said, I will be back. I said, you try. You try. I never prayed so hard in my whole life. Oh, my God, did I pray for weeks. 
She never did come back. Wow. She never did. But that was a time that I was definitely scared. I mean, scared. I'll never wow. that day. Wow. Never. Wow. Damn, well, that's not the answer I was scared. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That <laughs> was freaky. That's pretty crazy. Uh, we, have, we have time for one more question, and then we got to wrap it up because we've hit our hour. Dun-dun-dun. <laughs> um, X Group Home Kid asks, this is a good question, any general recommendations on forgiving and letting go? Forgiving and letting go. Mm -hmm. Whenever you give, you're not letting go. You're just sharing. You're getting a part of you. And as you realize that, that will always stay with you. So you know what? You've never really given away. Never. Okay. You're okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess that will do it for tonight for our show. Uh, Bernice, really want to... Um Thank you for coming out. Um, we had, we did have another question in there. I, I it was scrolled up, um, uh, but they were asking, "When are you going to come back?" Uh, <laughs> the chat room has loved you. Can I get my phone number? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any information you want to give out? Go ahead. Plug away. Six eight eight zero eight zero zero, and I'm Lockport, New York. And I do readings in my office here or by telephone from anywhere in the world. All you got to do is give a call and find out what... We have three different readings available. And we'll give you all the information when you call. Prefer yeah. wait till 9 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Yeah. Yeah, so, let her sleep. Let her sleep a little bit. Get some rest. Okay. So, well, um, I'm going to be calling you, Bernice. I sure hope so, honey. I'd love to come back on anytime. Okay, I, that'd be fantastic. Yeah, we'd definitely love to have you back. Uh, what's, uh, the, what's your website they can find you at? Uh, BerniceGolden.com. There you go, BerniceGolden.com. It's pretty easy enough to figure out. There you go. <laughs> All right, well, I do want to give some uh, shout-outs from the chat room because you guys were very interactive tonight. Uh, a lot of great questions. So, um, of course... Shauna, our chat shenanigator, my love, thank you so much for all the work you've done in the chat room tonight. Donna Gorton um, had some great questions, and so thank you. Mama Jo, thank you as well. Uh, Tammy Sifford, of course, one of our, um, well, and Donna Gorton as well, one of our new Cheshire cats. Jen L., thank you, um, and thank you for loving the show. She says she loves the show. Awesome, thank you. <laughs> uh, Lynn's White, thank you as always. Robert White. From Australia, thanks for dropping in. Uh, Jody Brewer, thank you for your questions tonight. Um, Andrew Cox, um, I think it was one of the first ones in here tonight, so that's awesome. Um, a half an hour before the show, that you, our Mad Hatters, you guys are awesome. <laughs> You're some dedicated folk, that is for sure. Um, Ether Shadow, thank you for your questions tonight, too. And um, who else do we have? Carrie Parrish, uh, thank you as always. Uh, Jared Osborne was in there as well, um, and uh, I think it was Sean, <laughs> it's ActoVision Paranormal, so I investigated with those guys this past Friday night, um, great, great time, so there'll be a lot coming out from that, on both sides, on their channel, go check them out, ActoVision Paranormal, and uh, 
I'm pretty sure it was Sean in there tonight. He's usually the one that's in here. Uh, Chris Dewitt, thank you. Um, Julia Syracuse dropped in. Thank you for uh, dropping in, Julia. X Group Home Kid. Uh, Charmy Vapes and Fly. Thank you as well. And um, Susan Brewer, thank you for dropping in tonight. And I think that's probably going to do it because I was scrolling up and seeing a lot of uh yeah, there's a lot of people that were in the chat. So if I missed your name, meaning no offense, it's just there are a lot of y'all in there tonight. So, And Vanessa, I just dropped a y'all, and I don't usually do that. Oh <laughs> You're God. rubbing off on me. <laughs> All right. Well, Bernice, thank you again so much for joining us tonight. I really had a great time, and uh, we'll Thanks love to have you back. Having me. I All had right. a great time. Thank you. You're my hero. Yeah. You're my hero. Uh -huh. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Till next time.